Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And my name is Phil Thompson. Thanks for joining us on this weekly podcast. Uh, you can catch us on iTunes. You can catch us on newmediaministries.tv. You can find us somewhere on YouTube, <laughs> the audio version, if you look for streamingchurch.tv. And we're a company that uh, is really very much tech-related. Uh, what are some of the things that we offer people, So Steve? we offer streaming media through streamingchurch.tv. Mm-hmm. Church apps through Church App Live and um, church management and church websites through myflock.com. And we, uh, as if you listen to this podcast, you probably get tired of hearing this, but if you're new, Steve and I have been involved in a lot of church stuff for a long, long time in leadership. Uh, I've been a pastor myself, actually still am kind of part-time executive pastor for a church locally here, and uh, Steve's been involved in leadership board stuff. And so we will talk about tech-related things primarily, but we also talk about other issues and other things that are helpful, hopefully, to you as either a pastor, associate pastor, volunteer, you know, right. deacon, elder. Uh, and we cover a lot of things because we are very ministry-oriented ori- ourselves. So uh, today, we are going to talk about something that's not really tech-related, although tech does fall into this a little right. bit. It falls under the umbrella. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. And that is why your church should have an experience director. And I'm going to frame this a little bit differently because when I say experience director, some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. Some of you are like, well, I'm not sure. Uh, so others are like, well, what? You so know, what is an what experience, experience director? director? What is all that? And so uh, this is really something you really should consider. Keep an open mind as we talk about this. Uh, depending on what you do at your church. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have some kind of responsibility some way, somehow. Right. So how would you characterize, if we were to put the, if you're writing a one sentence, um, what's the responsibility of a, an experienced director? Well, in some, in some way or some form, an experienced director really should be responsible to ensure that the members, the visitors of your church have a really good, positive experience you know, when attending your church services and other events at your church. And so uh, it, this is really important because uh, there's, I don't care how big your church is, you might have a really small church, you may have a really large church. There's a lot of pieces. I mean, my church is only about 100 pieces, 100, 100 people usually on a weekend, and there's just lots of moving pieces. And And if you can delegate or at least assign some of these tasks to somebody and then have somebody, and you, you can call it experience director, you can call it whatever you want. Right. Somebody that's kind of takes the pressure and, and off when the we, pastor. When we say experience, we mean the experience of those coming to the church, right? Exactly. They want to yeah. ensure that there's a very positive experience for those people. Yeah, and somebody, you you know, I, I'm just saying this, in my opinion, you ought to have somebody that's your point woman or point man or whatever that can kind of be responsible for these things we're going to talk about. Okay. So, uh, at least, at least to some degree, and you can add things to this. You can subtract. It just depends on your church. Yeah. Have you seen? Um, I'm not sure what magazine it is, but uh, one of the magazines I get at the very back, they they have the. Um, well, actually, we know the guy that used to do the um, secret visitor yeah. kind of thing. Uh-huh. Actually, they would 
They didn't secret, do the secret visitor secret thing. Secret shopper. Secret shopper kind of thing. But actually, they would randomly pull a first-time attender for a particular church and interview them right. on what their experience was like. Right. And some of the things they would talk about was, well, you know, no, nobody greeted me as I walked into the building and I wasn't sure where to go. And yeah. and then it, the people seemed really friendly, but uh, the pastor's message was about something I'd never heard of. Or, you know, right. they kind of walked through really. and they, they grade the church yeah. from the right. eyes of this first-time visitor on their experience. Yeah. So this experienced director would be, if, they, if somebody got a failing grade, that would really reflect poorly on the experienced director. Well, and, and um, so when you, when you attend your church and you do it, you know, every weekend and you're involved for a long time, there are little things that you don't catch. Right. Little things you don't see. It's kind of like living in your house and you're like, yeah. you walk by it a thousand times and you forget yeah. that, you know, you're, Closet doors hanging open or something. Yeah. Right, something you just needs never notice. Repair something needs straightened up, and and you just you get used to it, and 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 so when you have newer people coming in, their set of eyes sees things that you know you just have gotten used to and forgot about, whatever. You know, it could be from a crooked picture hanging to something broken, right. and 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 I think this is very important, at least to some degree. So. Should we jump into it a little bit? Let's. So, what are some of the things that this experienced director would be responsible for? So, let's start at the very beginning. I honestly think that you should start from the. I mean, right to the parking lot. I right. Mean, somebody now again, maybe this isn't the experienced director's direct job, but but he or well, she can delegate this. Yeah, they would be responsible, right. not necessarily to clean the parking lot, but to make sure that the right. parking lot yeah. is presentable. They may so, not be the ones doing the work, but... Yeah, so the parking lot, I mean, that's the first impression, you know, people are going to have. I mean, at least one of the first impressions. Maybe from the road, they're going to see the building. You could argue the building maybe is the first impression, but, but you know, when they pull in the parking lot, well, what is it that they see? their real first impression. What's that? You, we know what their real first impression was. I've, you lost me. You there. lost it. Is their website? Oh, it's their website. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're you're going right. to see their website before they yeah. see their building. Yeah, I guess I'm talking physical location. Right. Yes. But yeah, okay. you're right. Web, websites very important. And we've talked about that before, and we'll talk about it again. Yes, but this is more the physical experience. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of, that's kind of where I'm going with this. But you're right. There's a lot of things that, online. So, you know, is the parking lot clear of debris? Is it? Is it ready for an event for your services? You know, do you have somebody's get got their broken down car parked out there for the last yeah, three weeks? And is signage adequate so people know where yeah. to park? Yeah. What to do if there's very limited spaces? Right. Yeah. You know, did something fall down? Did a handicap sign fall down? You know, well, somebody needs to pick it up and fix it. You know, so uh, one of the experience director needs to really kind of have this big overall view bird's eye view in some ways, and then also has to be able to be detailed, has to be able to right. zoom in. And so doing their job, they may go out to the parking lot and say, yeah, I'm going to pretend like I'm a new visitor and, yeah. and yep. just kind of keep their eyes open really and Absolutely. identify things. All right. And you know, that again, this experience director or whatever you want to call the person can, can, they can delegate this to yeah. people, you know. Another hey, key thing is identifying where do I go when I get out of my right. car? I have found that you, we both found that out when we've gone to visit. Yeah, churches. well, we're typically trying looking for an office, yeah, you, but uh, sometimes you're like, you know, if there's not a crowd of people already walking in some certain yeah. direction, yeah. you don't have a clue where the worship yeah. center is or where my kids need to be or signage. Yeah. I I find this uh, a challenge for you know even for for facilities that are 
have multiple, like mm-hmm. out here in Arizona, there's kind of like multiple buildings. Yeah, the larger churches will have multiple buildings. Yeah. They'll have their and, uh, teen center, their activity right. center, their worship center. Small chapel, big chapel. Right. Uh, those kind of things. And boy, if you're going to, if you've never been there or whatever, and you're going to a funeral and the funeral's not in the large chapel, it's a small chapel. So I know those are events outside maybe Sunday, but still that's all part of this deal. There needs to be good signage. Right. <laughs> it's got to be good signage. So, uh, so that, that the parking lot, that's the very first thing that, that needs to be, you know, how's it look? Is there signage? You know, is it, is it organized? That kind of a thing. And then honestly, if you've got a facility and, and you, uh, you know, this is some real basic stuff here, but you know, are the doors opened, you know, for people? I mean, if you've got a facility where people can come in multiple entrances and exits i mean you know are, they, sure, are right. they open are they yeah, unlocked? there's yeah, that's eight just, doors up front that yeah. all eight of them are open well, right I, that's real common sense but you'd be surprised you know you you your first time you walk up to a building and you're going to walk in the door and you can't get in i, I went to a gas station the other day and uh, it had two it was like one of these uh, convenience stores i think it was called a giant is whatever there's a few of them out here in arizona and you know i, I got gas and i went in to get something to drink and the door's locked, you know, and then I look and there's a little sign that says, please use the other door. Well, <laughs> okay. F- I fixed the door or something, but I had to walk around. It's a convenience store, you know, but again, <laughs> Not very convenient, crazy. But anyhow, uh, here's something that a lot of people don't think about as we go down this list of an experience director, climate control. And I'm not talking about global warming, although sometimes <laughs> that happens in a church, uh, thermostats sometimes are just really neglected a lot. And I'm telling you right now, if you're speaking, I, I, I happen to speak occasionally at my church and if, if the facility is warm, if the, if the, if the gathering place, if the worship center, the sanctuary, whatever you want to call it, if it's not, the thermostat's not set right and it's too warm, uh, I know we're spoiled as Americans, but people just get weird. I mean, they just start to doze off. They they get antsy. They begin to lose focus. Uh, you should really make sure your thermostats are regulated correctly, and that you should probably have them a little bit cooler uh, than you know. You know, I don't know. Everybody's a little different, but maybe seventy three degrees or something, but, and I realize we're talking to different cultures here. Yeah. Different cultures, different parts of the country. And maybe it's a heat thing and certain. Well, you know, in the South, you know, you got a lot of humidity and stuff, but if you've got, if you've got thermostats, if you've got the ability to do that, you're going to want to, yeah, you're going to want to set them. I mean, my (laughs) wife and I as well, I mean, wife, we go anywhere to eat or whatever. She takes a jacket, even if it's 110 outside. Because it's yeah. typically too cold in the facilities for her, but yeah. that's what people expect. Is well, a little movie cooler. theater is the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, honestly, you know, the experience director, you know, make sure that that uh, you know your your thermostats or uh, people are paying attention. Whoever, either the experience director or somebody that's delegating, you know, make well, sure. One of the keys, I think, to this as well is that there is an experience director that is ultimately responsible for the all the experience and that it's not spread out between, Oh, you're the thermostat guy and you're the, this guy and you're the, you need one person. I think that's going to be responsible make, for making decisions around the whole experience. Well, and we get it. I get into this here a little bit later, especially when it comes to music, because we're going to talk about sound too and how that all, all that affects. And that, that gets a little touchy, but, uh, 
but yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, again, experience director, part of their job is the lobby, you know, is the lobby clean? Is it organized? Uh, do you have an information table or a welcome table? You know, uh, this always happens at my church. We have a, a welcome table that people can walk in, they get a little gift. They can see some information on our church and it always, it always gets cluttered because there's always somebody putting their business cards on that thing or sign up sheets for some potluck which uh, I, I just hate sign-up sheets. It's my pet peeve. Mm-hmm. We have connection cards. Use the connection cards. If you're interested in an event, put your name on a connection card. We don't need sign-up sheets and connection cards, but that's my own little soapbox here. Mm-hmm. So you can deal with that all you want. But the idea is the experience director, you know, the lobby. How's the lobby looking? Is is it neat? Is it organized? When a first-time visitor comes in, you know, uh, is the is the sanctuary uh, you know, is it clean? Is it organized? Uh, if you have a sanctuary where you don't have pews, but you have portable seating, so to speak, where you can put chairs out and take them in, you know, are the, are the right amount of chairs out and right. are they organized where they don't look like a sloppy, like my son's room, you know, does <laughs> it look organized and neat? Um, uh, and then other things that, you know, some churches actually have candles. Some churches have communion stations, and tables, you know, are all those little details. This is where the experience director has to have, as I said earlier, the big picture view, but also has to be able to, to zoom in and drill in for some of the details. Right. Okay. So what's next on our list? So, we... uh, so let's get into a touchy area, uh, audio and visual stuff, you know, music, sound and all that stuff. So <laughs> this is a very touchy area because you have your music director or your choir director, or your band person, you have the people running sound. Okay. And it's always a challenge. Anyhow, running audio, it's just, I've been doing it for years. You, you, you know, a little bit about it too, because you've been in church life. Uh, an experienced director needs to have the authority to say, this doesn't sound good. There needs to be right. some changes. Right. And I, 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 um, and I think that, it, it harkens back to a story. I have a friend that was um, a uh, a umpire for the baseball, and he was reinforcing. He said, "You know, everyone's there to watch the game and the players, and you know." But the, he said, "The ultimate uh, authority on the court actually it was it was not baseball; it was basketball. basketball. Yeah, the ultimate authority on the court is him. He completely he can send everybody home." So he's got. He, so he's a referee. He's a he's a yeah ref, okay. not umpire, a ref okay. of uh, basketball. Mm-hmm. And he was just kind of point, pointing out, and I was kind of thinking about. It, it's like, yeah, he is the ultimate authority. He can throw. He can eject people right. out of the game. He can, um, you know, throw technicals. He can he can call the game. He can say we're done, mm-hmm. we're out of here. So he's the ultimate authority. And I kind of see this this um, while the experience director is not. Uh, you know, in charge of the worship band, they are the ultimate authority over, no, you need to change this, or we need to, you know, they need to yeah. win the battle of the experience. Yeah. And that and that means that that has to be communicated clearly uh, multiple ways to different sources. So uh, your authority as the experience director or whatever you want to call yourself, uh, you know, whoever's your ultimate leadership, I mean, some churches are very pastoral driven, the pastor team, the staff kind of drives the leadership, others board kind of drives the leadership, but wherever that authority comes from, you know, that has to come, that has to be delegated from either this, the pastor or the right. leadership team 
to that experienced director that they have that that they have the authority to say, you know what? Yeah, we're going to drop that last this. song because it's going to put us short on time yeah. or whatever. And they needed the ability to, or even to make that call. And, and, and again, this gets touchy, but I mean, you know, I've been in situations where the mix wasn't good in the audio, and I had to step in and go, "You need to bring that person down on the microphone, or bring the guitar up, or bring it down." Uh, and it gets it can get a little touchy. So if that's not communicated properly to those other people, they need to respect that. And if right. they're not respecting it, there needs to be some meetings and, sometime and during the week. There's got to be tact, and the, the yes. experienced director needs Absolutely. to work with these people because they're not the most skilled mixer yeah, exactly. and the most skilled worship person. So yeah. there's a there's a cooperation that occurs. Uh, so I'll give you a personal example here. Uh, I've got I've got, uh, we we have at my church a person that helps run sound occasionally. And her, her job, her job during the week is, uh, what's the term? She's a, uh, a person that works with people's hearing. What's the technical Audiologist? Term? I think that's, like I that. think that's what it is. And, and so when she goes to mix sound, when she first started, it was the overall level was lower than what we were used to because she's very sensitive to ears, which is nice. But, you know, so, uh, in fact, the other day. Uh, I noticed something was off and, and I said, uh, and, and I met, mentioned something, she goes, that's really loud up there. I said, well, what's your, uh, what's your, uh, decibel meter say? She goes, well, I don't have one. I said, well, you know, you need to get one on a phone and we could just do a decibel. You know, I said, how else are you going to get a consistent deal? Right. And he's like, well, I just, I could just do it. I just know. And so I didn't argue with her. I'm, and I'm not even in charge of that team anymore overall. I, I am kind of the experience director at my church, executive really now. But uh, So I just talked to the guy who's overseeing that department later. So I, I didn't make a big deal about it because it's Sunday morning. Right. The last thing you need is a fight on Sunday <laughs> morning. Okay, you don't need tension. There's enough going on. So let's just try to get through it as best we can and then work on it during the week. And so I don't know if she was offended or not, but I didn't want to push it. Whereas years ago, the old Phil Thompson would have said, just do it. You know, <laughs> and I, I didn't do that, but we got by it. But so, so to your point, Steve, um, that all this stuff has to be communicated properly because that experience director, they have to know what their roles are, what their, what their authority is. And so does everybody else. So that they understand the experience director, you know, really does have the final say when it comes to lighting, when it comes to audio, uh, whatever that might be. And uh, so as we move on down the list here very quickly, I hope people are getting the gist of what we're getting at here. Uh, Things need to be communicated. You know, most church services are pretty much the same every weekend. But there are some changes. If you're a church that has videos that you run, if you have different events some churches will have a baptism once a month all that stuff needs to be worked with the experience director uh they're almost yeah. kind of like your make sure the videos producer. are there that they actually play properly sound levels are right level and and also the, the order of service you right. know the order of service that that experience director needs to be a part of the order of service so might be the same every week might be a little different my church is pretty much the same every week but i know over at your church Sometimes it would change yeah. every week. So that experience director, Sometimes it changes on the fly. And, and, and you know, and <laughs> we, had an, we had an experience this, yeah. this past weekend where there was a video in the, in the order of, you know, the service. And when it got time to the video, the guy that's driving the video saw that the video was not there. Uh, so they had to 
fortunately, the they had to communicate to the person that was speaking and introducing the video that <laughs> there's not going to be a video. They managed to pull it off so that the crowd never knew what was going on. But. Well, and that, that, those are good because that way you eliminate kind of that awkwardness. And um, yeah, and, and turn your attention to the screen for this video. And yeah, somebody in the back, sorry, no video. <laughs> <laughs> turn uh, the lights back on. Yeah, really. So uh, yeah, depending on what your church is, you know, and we're, as we're throwing this term out, experience director because we're talking about the overall experience of members and visitors. Uh, in some cases, this experience director also kind of becomes your, your executive producer, right. you know, so to speak. And, and I know we're using terms here. Or, that, yeah. Or yeah. Executive director for sure. But director, yeah, producer, producer, yeah, yeah. Uh, depend, you know, and I know, as I just mentioned, we were speaking to lots of different churches here on this podcast, you know, different cultures. And when you hear executive producer, you think, well, you know, this is not a TV show. Well, it's not a TV show, but if you have lots of different parts in your service, you need somebody to kind of bring it all together, coordinate all that and make sure everybody's on the same page. Right. Uh, that's that's all we're of, talking about. Yeah. And they'll help set the tone for the message and right. yeah. Uh, and again, this, this should help your senior leaders. This should help other people. It's uh, this, this person is supposed to compliment and help take the pressure off everybody else so that, you know, the pastor can do his job or her job. You know, the other people involved, the you know, people leading music can do their job and, and everything's going, the, the whole idea with this is that, so it flows and that you don't have awkward silence, that, that things go well. And you, your presentation Sunday morning or whenever you have a service goes well, and it's a good experience for everybody. So uh, let's just kind of roll down the list here. Uh, these are some things you could add to this position. Uh, it could come down to programs. Uh, if you're, if you know, bulletins, programs, whatever you want to call it, you know, that person makes sure that there's plenty of those available. Connection cards. Tithing envelopes. Yeah. yeah, people can 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 connect with each other, can give. Uh, it, you know, even if your if your church has hospitality and you're dealing with like kitchen kitchen stuff going on, uh, you know, like my church, we actually have some snacks and coffee for people when they walk in and when they walk out. You know, those kind of things. You know that 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 person is is also involved in that. Experience director is also involved in that as well. And uh, it, it, I just can't stress if you really want to get your church to the next level, at least take some of this stuff. Maybe not all of it. But at least take a, a piece of it here and, you know, add it to what you're doing to try to enhance what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, so people have a good experience. Okay. So what else we need to cover here on this? Uh, so it we, looks like, I mean, on the list you had, you know, making sure that all these pieces are in place and then they're actually responsible for making sure the place gets shut down properly, right? You know what? Um, I think it is. I, if you don't want to give that to the experience director, give it to somebody. But uh, to me, there needs to be one person at the end of the day, you know, that's in charge. And so, uh, you know, if if the church isn't locked up, the thermostats aren't. I mean, we're real budget conscious at my church. And so we have six thermostats. We have six AC units. When somebody leaves two of those AC units cranking and they run for a few days, it it kills my budget. <laughs> okay. So uh, somebody's got to take responsibility for that. So, uh, you know, the experience director or whoever that might be 
uh, need to Definitely be Definitely a problem in southern Arizona. Huh? You know, well, yeah, in, in Tucson especially here. But, uh, you know, doors got to be locked up. Security systems need to be armed uh, because, you know, hey, it's you've got you're entrusted with you're entrusted with some resources here. You know, uh, God has entrusted you. Uh, people are giving their money. Uh, and so some, you know, there's gotta be some responsibility taken here. So you're good stewards right. of, of these resources. And that's part of what an experienced director could be a part of. Some people say, oh, it's all, it's, it's all maintenance. Well, it just depends on, on your church, you know, and, and how you've got things set up. But uh, real important that you at least consider having an experienced director because uh, it can it can really get your services to a higher quality, mm-hmm. and it does mean working together though with pastors and volunteers, music and... people, and and that's hard to do because the pastor wants to talk, and maybe you know you need to. Re- Here's one of the things I would encourage you guys to do out there, and that is have have some kind of a debriefing at least once a week. So where you sit down and talk and, ex- and include some people in on this, how did the service go or services go this weekend? Well, we started late or, you know, we, we went long, you know, uh, or, you know, something didn't fit well. And part of the experience director can be involved in this so that you have a good fix some of those issues so they right. don't just keep happening over and over again. All right. I don't know. It, it just... We we try to do these podcasts so that we can help you as a church in every way, technically speaking, as well as, you know, your services. And, and we have found that if you can implement some of these things, uh, it will help you grow. It will help you just become a more effective time because people's time is precious. And so they don't want to come and waste their time. They want to get something out of it. They want to be involved. They want to give back to the church. And if you have somebody that kind of organizes all this stuff, it makes everybody's life so much better. All right. Sounds good. All right. So do you have feedback on this uh, subject? We would love to hear from you on it. And all you have to do is send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. That's support at streamingchurch.tv. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this. You want to add something to some of these things we talked about? You think we're crazy? Do you think there's no place for that here in a church? Or do you think maybe there's even some other things? Uh, let us hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. And check out our, our podcast on iTunes. Subscribe to it. Give us feedback. Give us a review. And our other platforms, newmediaministries.tv. Uh, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash streamingchurch.tv. And right. we've got lots of social platforms out there, so... Uh, like some of our stuff and be involved. And uh, Steve, thanks for giving us some feedback on this. You've, right, you've been involved in these things for a long time. Yeah, it's a great topic. It's an inter- inter- interesting topic, which I think is is needed today. So I'm Phil Thompson. He's Steve Lacey. And for all of us here at uh, the Church Solutions Podcast, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us today. We will catch you next week for another podcast. Take care and uh, have a great weekend.